Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. FOMO. My name's Patrick McGinnis, and I'll admit it, I have FOMO. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you do too. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing. If you learn to channel your FOMO productively, you can make the most of every opportunity while keeping your sanity in the process. This is FOMO Sapiens After Hours, the snackable show about how you can make FOMO a force for good. Hey everybody, welcome back to FOMO Sapiens. Today we'll be talking about something's giving me FOMO right now, and it's related to the fact that Robinhood just went public. And my friends, Jack and Nick, who have the wonderful show Snacks Daily work there. And so I just, I want to be part of that IPO when I don't have any shares. So I'm watching it. It's like, what? It's worth that much? It drives me absolutely bonkers. But it also makes me think about the fact that Robinhood, shame on you, you're a little bit naughty, maybe more than a little bit naughty, because Robinhood, I would argue, and I'm not criticizing my friends, Jack and Nick, who I love, and I think that their show is truly amazing. So this is not a criticism of you guys, but it is a fact that Robinhood and other brokers are definitely playing off people's FOMO. And oftentimes you find people that are investing without real purpose, right? So you have people investing things they don't understand. They're putting money they can't afford to lose into things they don't get. They're buying the weirdest cryptos. So like not even Bitcoin. It's like, no, I'm going (laughs) to buy some like really random one that nobody's ever heard of. And it's not good. And so I want to talk about that today because it is a huge, huge thing, this whole meme investing thing that I've been watching. You guys have seen it with GameStop. I've been watching it myself and thinking about it. And I just want to talk a little bit about it because this is not new. Economic bubbles are not new, obviously. There is the famous story of the tulip bubble back in the 1700s, which some people say isn't real. So let's just leave that one there. I've read varying accounts, whether it's real or not, but we can talk about many others. There's obviously 1929 in the United States, the stock market. There was the Beanie Babies bubble of the 1990s where people plowed their entire life savings into Beanie Babies and thinking there would always be somebody to buy them at a higher price. And some of those people ended up with warehouses full of Beanie Babies, which by the way, like I can't imagine those last very long after about 10 years in a warehouse. They must smell pretty gross. There's also Theranos, which I wrote about in Fear of Missing Out. And, you know, you've, if you've kind of watched the various documentaries or listened to the podcast about Elizabeth Holmes, how she used FOMO to get people to invest in her company, even though it was highly fraudulent. So there's so much happening. And the reason why is that you know, we think about the definition of FOMO. FOMO is an anxiety caused by the fear that something better is happening out there than what you're doing right now, combined with a fear of being excluded from a beneficial experience. So there's this aspirational element. Something better is happening out there than what I'm doing right now. And then there's this whole sort of herd mentality element, which is like, everybody's doing it. I don't want to miss out. And so you combine those two together and you have FOMO. And in fact, you know, just think about these two elements, the aspirational element. I mean, we are in our DNA predisposed to be this way. We we want 
to be better. We have a Darwinistic tendency, but of course, these days we have unprecedented access to information. We're highly interconnected and we have gamified devices, our phones and things like Robinhood, which play on our desire to to sort of gamify our lives. And in fact, these things are designed very specifically. And you've heard of the attention economy. And if you haven't, Google it. But it's the idea that all these apps, all these companies, they they know what they're doing. It's not like they just sort of like, oops, I just manipulated people into betting their money on things they can't afford to bet on. And if they lose the money, they're going to be living on the street. No, they know what they're doing. Okay, so let's not give them any slack on that front. And there are reward mechanisms, either psychological or financial or both, that they have created in these apps. Also, right now, people are bored. They've been bored. They've been stuck at home, so they've had access time, and people are lonely. And so instead of you know posting about politics or picture of their cat, they're in Reddit forums chatting up other people looking for the community that they haven't had because they've been isolated over the last couple of years. And then when we think about the herd, that's really powerful, these social networks, Reddit. I mean, that is exactly where the herd plays out. It's the idea that there are certain people who their big interest in crypto or, or GameStop or some of these other stocks that have surged over the over the last months, you know, AMC. It's more about sort of like being part of something, a movement, a herd than it is in making money. It's sort of the shared ethos. And that that's kind of crazy. You think about that. When's the last time you've seen people that are treating ownership of stocks like being, I don't know, like a fan of a sports team, right? And so that is the the context. And I just want to sort of dig into that today a little bit deeper because when you think about it, first of all, you know, FOMO investing is really, it's like, bye, 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 bye. I'm so excited. This looks so great. Everybody's doing it. And then you have a panic and then it's like, sell, 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 sell. And it's just bad because there's no rational stuff going on. You have money managers and Wall Street traders and folks who they, you know, they do this day in and day out. And yeah, they make mistakes and sometimes they make emotional trades, but there's information behind these things. And there is also the fact that, first of all, they're playing with somebody else's money. They have priorities. They have balanced portfolios. And so, you know, they are protected. Yeah, they may lose their job if they mess up, but... Listen, I'll tell you, having worked on Wall Street, you can do a lot of bad things and still get paid a nice bonus at the end of the year. But when you have these folks who are investing out of their personal accounts and they're investing based on FOMO and euphoria, it's just scary. And that is, you know, that's the problem. And then, of course, you've got this app right in your pocket that anytime that the mood strikes you, you can just trade. And that's why you have, you know, Uber drivers giving stock tips or telling you what crypto to buy, which is like such a, a famous kind of thing that I've noticed recently. And there's a there's a story that goes back to the, I think, 1929, where it's maybe sort of a bit of an urban legend, but that you know, that J.P. Morgan knew that when um, when the guy shining his shoes gave him stock tips, that the market was too inflated. Now, I don't want to sound elitist. That sounds a little elitist. I'm not saying that. Everybody should feel free to invest. It's great to be an investor. But when people who aren't professionals and are hobbyists and maybe aren't doing the work are giving very detailed investment advice and they can't back it up with facts and figures, it's it's scary. And we know that there are too many people trading in the market. And that is exactly what we have seen. Now, the other thing. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. 
NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to netsuite.com slash FOMO. That's netsuite.com slash FOMO. netsuite.com slash FOMO. By the way, is the fact that there has been this democratization, right? And that's, you know, feeds into the FOMO as well. And that is good, by the way. I think everybody should own stocks. And it's frightening to see, by the way, when you look at stock ownership in the United States, how few people actually participate in the stock market. And if you look at the stock market, it was the one sort of bright sort of part of the economy over the last year. The stock market has been extraordinarily resilient. So if you're somebody who's who's participated in that upside, you're so far ahead of all the people who just aren't invested in the stock market. And one of the good things about apps like Robinhood is they're democratizing access to that. They're making it easy and fun and sort of gamified for anybody to invest even tiny amounts of money and they're taking out all these fees and everything. But of course, the flip side, as I just talked about, is the fact that you know there's a lot of manipulation that happens at the same time. Now, we talked about the fact that the pandemic and the loneliness has fueled investing. And that is clear, you know, whether it was Reddit, whether it was crypto, whether it was Dogecoin, you know, it's been incredible to watch this. But the other thing beyond the pandemic has been this whole sort of glamorization of people like Elon Musk. Like Elon Musk is, he's sort of like this FOMO figure, right? Everybody thinks he's so great. And listen, Elon Musk has done amazing things. I'm not here to tell you that he hasn't. But why should it be that Elon Musk sends you a random tweet and then you're going to buy or sell Dogecoin, which is based on a joke. That just is crazy to me. The fact that he would go on Saturday Night Live and people would then be trading based on the skits. Where the heck are people's brains right now? It just really blows my mind. So I just want to give a couple of a couple of pieces of advice. I know none of you guys do this. I know you don't. But I bet you'd know people who do, and I know people who do, and I've been trying to cure them of their desire to throw their money away because here's the thing. First of all, <laughs> like investing is not like playing a video game with your money. Investing is something that requires diligence and work, and it can be done by anybody. You can Anybody can learn how to invest, but it is not something that you can sort of just do based on what you're reading on Twitter. So here's how you think about investing via FOMO. Here's the things to keep in mind. Number one, remember, it's all about crowd behavior. So look around you and observe other people and try not to just follow the crowd. Have a thesis, have an idea and know what you're doing. Number two, and this is very related, know why things go up and why things go down. Now, you can't always know everything because, you know, the markets are vague at times and, you know, people have to get up every day and trade on something, even if it's very little information, but have a thesis. Try to understand historically and at present why things are trading the way they are so that you're basing your decisions on facts rather than fears or emotion. Number three, don't spend all your time reading about stocks on social media. It's not healthy, okay? Life is more than trading stocks, especially if you're trading things that are FOMO related. And finally, if you haven't done any actual analysis 
and you're just following other people, you need to stop right now. Educate yourself, buy a book. There's so many great books out there. You can learn on YouTube. There's a million ways to learn how to invest and it'll make you so much better and you'll actually enjoy it more. And the thing about all of this is like when you're trading on FOMO, you are so focused on what other people are doing and on all these sort of imaginary gains that you haven't really kind of taken the time to think like, how much money are people actually making? And so chances are, even if you do well, you'll feel like you haven't done all that well. And so the whole thing becomes frustrating. Whereas if you're educated, you have a sense of the reality of what's possible and what's sort of speculative or short-term in nature, and you won't get sucked into those emotions. So listen, everybody, I have been thinking about this a lot. It's on my mind. And I just wanted to put it out there because all this meme investing and and Reddit investing and GameStop and AMC and all these sorts of things. They just, they're, it's all FOMO. It's like a crazy amount of FOMO and it just is, is it's, it's not healthy and it will not end well. So keep that in mind, invest sensibly and take care of yourselves. We'll see you soon. FOMO. Want more of FOMO Sapiens and After Hours? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.